This is Casey Morris on WEXT Radio 97.7 and 106.1. My guest today is Mark Cohn, Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter. He's coming to the Troy Savings Bank Music Hall for a performance with Sean Colvin and Sarah Jarose on Wednesday, February 22nd, and to the Bardavon in Poughkeepsie on March 1st. Mark, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it. First things first, I was poking around on your Instagram a little bit, and it seems uh, congratulations are in order. Did you just get married this month? I did. Thank you very much. I think two weeks ago yesterday. Well, great. Congratulations. And I also know that back in September, you were asked to play some songs at another rather high-profile wedding. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. You've done your Instagram search. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was saying two songs during the ceremony at Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's wedding, which was wonderful. Their combined families walked down the aisle. I played a song of mine called The Things We've Handed Down. And as Jennifer walked down the aisle, I played another song of mine called True Companion. And this was her gift to Ben, who had introduced her to my music, to surprise him with my playing of those songs. So it was obviously I was honored that my music has been part of their lives and continues to be. Your last album from 2019, Work to Do, which I absolutely love the title track on that album, was a collaboration with the Blind Boys of Alabama. Can you tell me how that came together? I think I think it happened through their manager, who was um, asking a friend of mine and great producer, John Leventhal, to try to write some songs for the Blind Boys. And uh, John asked me if I would help out with some of the lyrics, which I did. And I think this this came around the same time I started touring with them. I think I've done at least 60 or 70 shows with them over the last several years, obviously mainly pre-COVID, but it was just a, a really inspiring thing to be able to work on their music for a record and to tour the United States with them. It was just a fabulous experience. It seems like collaboration is kind of in your DNA on your second album, The Rainy Season. You worked with Bonnie Raitt, Graham Nash, and of course, David Crosby, who we lost very recently. Yes, yes, yes. Just hearing you say his name, it gives me chills. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been a collaborator, um, mostly live. I tend to not collaborate much as a writer. But yeah, I guess I just want to say briefly, David is such a huge loss to me personally. Uh, he was such a supportive, lovely, concerned, present friend, as a, and not not just my hero or mentor. And the three of the three people that I'm touring with now, me and the other two ladies, we were all championed by David. This whole tour I'm doing right now was actually designed to be me, Sean, and David. Uh, and he couldn't really do it after a while. It was too strenuous. And then COVID hit. But anyway, I just wanted to say over the airwaves that how much I miss him and love him and think about him every day now. I mean, I did anyway. So you guys remained close and friends over the years. Yeah, he was, I have to say, I mean, he picked up the phone a lot just to say hello and to check in, find out how I was doing. But he saw me through divorces and illnesses and God knows what else. Mm-hmm. the loveliest vibe. So, yeah, I mean, he was, we were talking very recently. And he knew, you know, the end was coming and wanted to make as much music as possible, which was such an inspiring thing to watch. He just wanted to keep working. I mean, he has a new record. I mean, he almost finished his record. Well, we're certainly all looking forward to hearing that. And it's going to be it's going to be hard to hear. How did Sarah, Sarah Droz factor into this new tour? Because I know you've toured with Sean previously. So uh, when and how did Sarah come into the picture? Well, when it was clear David wasn't going to be able to do it, 
we just started thinking about, well, who makes sense? And the other, the, the first person that we thought of was Sarah because he had become her latest champion. So it was the perfect musical matchup too. I mean, Sarah's just absolutely brilliant, but it was really David's fingerprints on it too, just saying, you know, how much he loved her. And we said, let's ask Sarah to do it. And luckily she was available and we've only got a few shows under our belt, but so far it's been fantastic. Sounds like he's going to be the the kind of director behind the scenes of this in some some kind of way. That's exactly right. During the COVID years, obviously, or I, we're sort of at the tail end of the COVID years, I think, maybe, sort of. But uh, what were you doing? Did you spend a lot of time writing or um, thinking of new songs? A little bit. I, it was actually, speaking of collaboration, it was really one of the first times I did collaborate with another writer that I didn't even know. There was a woman named Lori McKenna. I don't know if you know her music, but she's an incredibly talented artist in her own right, and also a big country music hit maker, songwriter. Mm-hmm. She wrote, co-wrote Girl Crush and a bunch of other really big hits. But anyway, I was a big fan of hers, and I thought, maybe I'll reach out and see what writing with her would be like. Because she wrote about family and parents and getting older and some of the more mature themes than you would normally hear in pop music. Um, and obviously that resonated with me. So I reached out to her and we had a few writing sessions over Zoom. One of the songs that came out of that, uh, I ended up playing quite a bit in some solo shows I did over the last year. But uh, that's about all the writing I did. I have to say it was very difficult for me to stay focused. You know, we were all at first very scared and wondering if just getting in our elevator or doing the wrong thing would make us ill. So I'm not sure I did much of anything except worry. But I I got a little bit of music in, not as much as I would have liked. It was such a stressful time. It just was, you know, didn't occur to me to write except that one thing with Lori. Well, since then, you've gotten back on the road and you've toured with Bonnie Raitt and you're touring now with Sean Colvin and Sarah Jarose. So that's wonderful. And we're all looking forward to the show at the Troy Savings Bank Music Hall on February 22nd and at the Bardavan on March 1st. Um, I guess no Mark Cohn interview is complete without talking about walking in Memphis. So what does the legacy of that song, what does that mean to you? What has it meant in your life? Well, it's, it's my calling card. You know, Tony Bennett, the great Tony Bennett said, you know, I left my heart in San Francisco was his calling card. And I'm proud to say that walking in Memphis is mine. It's taken me around the world uh, and introduced me to some amazing people. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's lovely because I have such a deep connection to the people I'm talking about in that song, especially Muriel. When I say at the end, Muriel plays piano every Friday at the Hollywood. I'm talking about a real woman that passed away several years ago but that was deeply inspiring to me. So to sing a song that I wrote largely for her and her spirit, and to get to do that every night and feel it resonate with complete strangers who know every word by heart, hard to top that. So, you know, the worst thing would be if I had to sing a song that I wrote every night that I didn't particularly like. <laughs> uh, and that happens sometimes. But I, I more than like this song. It just represents a very important time in my life. And that it had so much success is really wonderful. Big part of touring for me is get, letting people hear the, the rest of the catalog. You know, um, I've, I've put out four or five records and as proud as I am of Memphis, I'm even more proud of, you know, some of the other songs, like the ones that J-Lo asks for. Um, Things We've Had, which I played at her wedding, I think my best songs, but it wasn't really a hit. So you have to kind of, kind of go searching for those songs. But anyway, that's part of why I go on the road. <laughs> 
Folks can see you at the Troy Savings Bank Music Hall with Sean Colvin and Sarah Jaros on Wednesday, February 22nd, and at the Bardavon in Poughkeepsie on Wednesday, March 1st. Tickets available at TroyMusicHall.org and Bardavon.org. Mark, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it.